0: Welcome to the Japan Wood Podcast, blowing hot air to the back end of Tokyo, coming at you out of Tokyo's armpit, Shinjuku, adjacent to the Forbidden Kabuki Cho. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Matt Bigelow, blowing hot air as usual. And with me, as always, on this bi-weekly podcast is...
1: It's your boy, 120, bringing it to you live from Tokyo. Yeah, man.
0: Nice. We, uh... You know what? Today's 311, the big day, the big day of the earthquake, the tsunami, the nuclear power plant, it is the big forever bank. changing the landscape of the modern age, Fukushima ringing true across the world as to what it means. Does it mean that the human has power over the nuclear or does the nuclear have power over the human? We don't know. We could say That the tsunami wiped away more lives than nuclear ever has. Or we could say, we don't know what's going on with those radioisotopes. Does the government know? And are they telling us the truth? But on my way down here today to the Shinjuku studio. What'd you see? Shit's back, dude. I went out this afternoon to a cafe. Yeah. Terrace cafe packed with people. Oh, yeah. Bottles of wine on the table. It's like a Thursday. Oh, my God. At 3 p.m.,
1: it's because it's because there was lore of the vaccine.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think people are tired, and I'm like, oh, this is great, you know. And then I uh, come down here from my house up up on the hill. Mm. I trudge down to 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 the hoi polloi, making the trek. Some girl. It's like 7.30 p.m. Yeah. with her friends yeah. puking in the gutters. Oh, my God. And they're dressed nice, and they have their bags all put up on the little curb, and it's all positioned there. But it's just that one part. She's like, oh, don't vomit on the Gucci. There's a line up around the corner for another restaurant bar that stays open past the supposed curfew.
1: I wonder, like, how are the police handling that? Is I mean, it's like, yeah, whatever. We're tired, uh, too.
0: The state of emergency is set to end. It's not even really a state of emergency. It's yeah. just to look good for the International Olympic right, Commission. Right, right, right. Whatever it's called make Thomas Bach, whatever his name is, feel better about himself. We're following the protocols. It's like cover your ass memos where you just like send an email out to your boss. Like, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. Right. But, but I'm, gonna, I, I'm, I'm gonna, not going to do anything about it. But then uh, when everyone's like, why didn't anybody say anything? You'd be like, well, I have it on my email. <laughs> That's kind of what's going on right now at this point. Everybody sent the email and then they close their computer and go out and get of, They kind of, the
1: I sent the obligatory email and there you are. I have a, I have a, restaurant where i where i live at actually and you know eight o'clock rolls around i'm like yeah you want to
0: last order he's like no
1: no you can you can hang around and kick it we end up staying there till 10
0: yeah and what are you gonna do is 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 suddenly the virus gonna come knocking on the door and and you know it 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 might seep into your eyes it might
1: (sighs) my wife had an amazing revelation today man we did something cute and we went to the store, and we got bubbles. We blew bubbles in the field, in the sun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, she was like, you know, what if one of us is like a, a transmitter, and we don't show symptoms, but we're a super spreader? You know, we're technically like blowing corona bubbles all over the city. And that would be insane. a great oh way God, for the virus
0: to spread. And marry the right woman. Especially right? Oh if it's God. like a nice rainbow yeah, in the back yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a rainbow. However, I read the, the paper that was released yeah. about asymptomatic spread. Mm. Not a thing. Is it not? It's basically less than one tenth of one percent of all people that had
1: so it's that a, had that
0: had COVID, but were asymptomatic or coronavirus and were asymptomatic, spread it to other people. The
1: real disease is misuse of information.
0: Well, there is that we do have a, a global panapticon to roll out on the back of uh, of the excuse of the COVID nineteen I can't even
1: Pan-ap-to-con. spell that. What is panapticon? It is just that? means
0: like. Um, Total surveillance. I see total surveillance, and uh, you know I I read the book COVID nineteen: The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab, right? Right. The the leader of the World Economic Forum guy. yeah, Yeah. And it's kind of going through. It's kind of going through, but. I love seeing the daily. Not even like resistance. Like these people that I saw, the woman puking her guts out right. wasn't wasn't protesting Klaus Schwab like I hope she would. Right, she was just shit faced. She
1: was just having a good time with the girls.
0: Yeah, and all these people in the puking on the, on the Gucci. You know, I, I, I took my son out. He's he's like five months old. Right, so I still have this thing called a Baby Bjorn. Mm. It's like a it's the like Baby a, Bjorn. Is that like it, a? It's a product name.
1: Is it by Bjork?
0: No, I, I, it would be great if it was because be awesome. it would come with some sort of. Hula hoop with like, like, a, like a a freaking, feathers on it, like and a it with gemstone sprinkle black minerals, snowflakes everywhere. <laughs> uh, you know, it, no, it's basically just like a, a carrying case for your baby. It straps onto you, and it, you put your baby in it. And her, your baby's legs and arms are out the side. And this it, is just
1: entertainment for black people.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically, this is literally what this, this is, is like. Basically. Welcome to white people land. This is literally, yeah. This is literally this is what white what what. This is what white people do. This is
1: this. Is, I can remember uh, when I was a child, my grandfather and I would sit on the porch and watch
0: uh, people walk their children. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's a white one.
1: It's like, oh my god! Can man, you do a you?
0: Georgia accent? Hey, a white one is coming. Uh, there's a white one coming.
1: <laughs> is that how it would be? Sure. Oh Lord Jesus!
0: <laughs> oh my God
1: so good, good good to be
0: here again good, good to see you uh yeah so yeah anyways i had the baby bjorn and i took him over for a three-hour walk in the sun right am pretty pretty white i guess right and, right <laughs> gotta keep your uh your vampire thing going on uh, it's yeah it's got pretty bad for a few years <laughs> when i was in the tech industry i just yeah. got really fat super white oh my god not good you're like a like a Pillsbury dough man. Yeah, yeah. With too much useless knowledge about artificial intelligence. No, and no, I love it, man. If there's Collins like a like
1: a Lord of the Flies situation. You're gonna be like the first to
0: go. <laughs> yep, yeah. But but good eating. Good eating. I'll be your butter roll. I'd love it. I'd yeah, love and I'm not even gonna go into that. Uh how how's it going with you, man? I have been
1: doing pretty well, man. I actually well, I went to aside from the past two hours, I went to uh well, some recycle shops here I uh, got a got a got some pretty nice uh, name brand stuff uh, from a uh, I got them got them pretty uh pretty good price uh, it, I had an inside connect in this company and I got some uh got some cool gear uh it's really expensive so I thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna probably go and uh, sell off sell off a few of these things because they don't fit um so I went to the store and they're like well do you have the receipt and I was like you know well, I. I Why do the you need the receipt? But yeah. you know, I got them for really cheap, and they're worth a whole lot. So I don't want you to look and say, "Oh, well, you paid twenty bucks for this, so that's all we're going to give you." Because that's definitely worth more than that. Um, and they, and I got turned down at like yeah. every store. They were just your like, oh, discount well, the is their discount, right? Right. They were like the police are very strict in Shinjuku, and if you don't, I'm like, well, you know, I did. Did I like run off of a truck full of this stuff? <laughs> Oh my God, man! Yeah, it was pretty intense. It was pretty intense, but luckily, I'm just going to sell it, it online. It fell the off the auction.
0: back of an Uber Eats delivery driver. Wink, yeah, wink.
1: His, his bag flopped open, and then a bunch of name brand gear fell out of it. I guess
0: so. You got? Did, did they just turn you away, or did they like come back with receipts? One, one I, I
1: went to like three places. Uh, one place was like you know come back with receipts, but if you cut the receipts, if you cut the tags off, like you can sell it like that. But I don't I don't I don't think they would for some reason they still won't buy it and another place just turned me away they're like uh uh we're closed it was like 30 minutes before closing time man and another guy just like looked at me on the stairs and I was like okay I yeah, I better <laughs> like he just it was a dark <laughs> stairwell like going down and they said the place was like open for another hour and there was just a guy down there he was like sorry close. and I was like oh okay yeah so yeah well, that's that's been my experience for the bizarre, past uh, isn't it? few hours. But other than that, be I've been easy pretty well. In,
0: like sometimes it's never easy in this country. Like everything is so set up. As long as you like do seventy five steps in advance, right, right. What you're going to accomplish with that is going to be very efficient, right. But if you step one tiny iota out of that, you better do another seventy five steps. Yeah, it's that's uh, that's pre approved stepping that's the thing you step that we it. do
1: in japan is we we go through steps yeah man getting into the country was so hard but now that i'm here you know it's my door is unlocked
0: no it's pretty I, safe let's 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 be honest um so we had to go through some steps if you want to sell some some clothes it's uh it's not the end of the world yeah
1: that's okay. I think that's a uh, that's a good problem to have, and it's a first world issue.
0: First world issues are my favorite, by the way. Yeah, and what's the first like, world? sounds like, ah, I have this first world problem. Like, oh, tell me more. Yeah, say, my Wi Fi router. I don't know, like. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work and I'm in a meeting and I'm like, yeah. Oh I know it's the worst. Yeah, isn't that's all, oh my God, man. Oh. we had and this it's like that is like I know. And then you get it going again and it gets really smooth yeah, and yeah, it crashes yeah. uh, and you're like, oh, not again, right? Oh no, my game stopped, man. I can't oh. play League anymore. Oh, oh no, oh, my manager, <laughs> right? Your manager, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy, my buddy, actually, he <laughs> plays video games and he's like, uh, like I'll be like, uh, dude, like we haven't talked in years, man. Let's have a call. He's like, ah, sorry, bro, I'm in a game with buddy. And if you exit the lobby, they'll kick you out. You can't like come back in for 30 minutes. So, sorry, I'm like, wow, that's a heavy price to pay, man. Don't call me.
0: Yeah, I have <laughs> like, to wait in a lobby. Yeah, otherwise, I, I'll get ridiculous. kicked out by these jamokes. That is ridiculous, it's man. Pretty funny. It's a joke. Um, so the 311, yeah, yeah, it's that day, it's that day, 10 years later, and I think we are feel do you feel as if we are in a time era of acceleration not e x l like excellence but accel like speeding up cuz from the 311 happened on 2011 mm. and then 2015 which is 6 years ago mm. was 4 years after right so we're now Does the time between twenty eleven, the earthquake, and twenty fifteen feel like a shorter time between twenty fifteen and twenty twenty one? To me, it doesn't. To me, twenty fifteen to twenty twenty one, it's like it's 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 the end of if we're thinking about US presidents, as we internationally do right. Obama, Trump, Biden. Three US presidents in that time frame.
1: Dude, to me, it seems like it's gone by pretty quickly.
0: even even like the first half to the to the to the second half, like what we're in now.
1: The first half went by very fast. I mean, the first half, man. I was in college, experiencing my first bit of non-institutionalized freedom. So you better believe. Oh. it was pretty fast for me. Yes, man. It, went I was by. A, it was blurry. Yeah, I was a Marine in Okinawa seeing Asian girls in public for the first time. So, yeah, it went pretty fast the first uh, the first few years for me. And then I went to college in Tokyo and that was just a blur. So things didn't start to slow down until, you know, like you said, like around 2015 or so. By that time I'd been in college for a year. I was over Tokyo and I was thinking about the future. And then it started
0: to slow down for me. Oh, so you for me, it sped up quite considerably. Really? I think it was just a really busy time in my life when I think about it, and I have been recently. From 2015 to 2020, mm-hmm. I set up an AI school, at one of the leading technology companies in the country. Right. Um, as well as, like, just, it wasn't really for money. It was just to do it. Playing games. The klezmer music with the with the Dead Sea dropouts, so it was this weird, like era of just constantly researching artificial intelligence in the daytime. Mm. You know, I had my my private life, but right. like as far as right. output is concerned, and then at night re- rehearsing Jewish dance music from the early nineteen hundreds to play them in cafes around Tokyo. Maybe that has something to do with it. I mean, a lot of people like you in Tokyo.
1: Yeah. You know, we have yeah. very weird. It's kind of kind of a tangent here, but we have very. I think we have very eclectic and very uh, weird int- not weird just you know you'd have to have a very uh, interesting mixture of interests that would bring you to Tokyo and then and then have you be satisfied and I think the things that you do throughout your day are going to be very different so for me you know it just went fast cuz I was like wow Japan and then by the time it slowed down I was like okay I'm like ready to go home now man mm-hmm. And now I'm like, wild wow, Japan again. So it's speeding up a little bit. It's actually been speeding up in the past two years because of COVID. Because everything is just a blur, right? It's just the weekend and the weekdays are all blurring together. And, you know, I freelance. I, I have my own uh, company that I'm trying to do and everything. So between that and being a husband and, and being a full-time father of a hedgehog, it's it's a blur. It's a blur. It really is. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: um, this, I don't want to spend too much time on that tsunami. I mean... I remember I remember it happening. I went down to my friend was going to come from Canada. He mm. canceled, of course. Mm. Once 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 we saw the nuclear reactor mm. explode on right. TV. Were you in Japan? Yeah, yeah, I was oh, in Tokyo. Okay, okay. And so I went down to Hiroshima, uh, and then I, I rang the peace bell down there mm-hmm, to like, mm-hmm. be like, "Come on, Hiroshima, let's get this together." You yeah. know what it's like. Yeah, and uh, nothing really came of that. Yeah. yeah. I know a whole bunch of people that went up, and I, I've been reading on Twitter today like journalists that went up mm, or contract. Mm, mm. And I was thinking about going up, but I didn't want to go through that carpet of radiation, especially if that might have, might have, might have gave you an extra arm or two. <laughs> or, <laughs> or the idea of like showing up in somebody's totally devastated town with, with 15,000 people in an area yeah. dying, and you're like, yeah. how can I help? You know, it, like it, some it, I, like I just felt like a white
1: guy with a bunch of expensive equipment here, like Yeah, hey, I'm here to take pictures of your misery. You know
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's that as well. It's, and now ten years later all these journalists we're kinda of doing it right now on the yeah, podcast, yeah. but all these journalists are like I was there, I witnessed the horror. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're like, like, it's uh, burning in the background. (laughs) Like, man, I I was actually in Japan in that time. I was in Okinawa. You were were
0: still with the Marines at that time, Yeah, I was still in the
1: military then, and um, I had to, like, help out with some of the efforts. We were donating. We did food drives, stuff like that. We, uh, you know, we sent a lot of guys out to Tokyo, and I was the communications in, so I helped make sure communications were happening between mainland and and Okinawa uh, on the military side. So, yeah, I think, um, to me, it was kind of a shock. Uh I just remember hearing that a lot of people died in mainland and that this reactor hap- exploded. And then we caught this really bad uh, typhoon in uh, Okinawa due to, th- right, due to the effects yeah. of the earthquake, too. So it was really something that we felt all
0: over Japan, I think. Um, but Okinawa is very far from all. It's like the opposite end of the country. But mm. still, did you ever hear about Operation Tomodachi.
1: Yeah, that's what that that's what I was a part of. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was specifically what we were doing.
0: I I'd been to some of those areas that o- Operation Tomodachi was involved in mm. in Miyagi and Kesennuma mm. about a year before the earthquake happened. So I was there, and I thought it was like a I didn't really I went around Tohoku once and mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty boring place. But mm-hmm. some of these areas in Miyagi were really they were hip, they were cool, yeah, yeah uh, great yeah. like just like local subculture was there, right, and then right, that right. town got. Completely decimated. It's like wiped but, out, right? Yeah, yeah but the uh, Operation Tomodachi, what What do you know about it?
1: I just know that, you know, they picked a bunch of guys and um, from each unit. And because on my end, you know, we're, we're in the military and it's just like kind of do as you're told, you know, so all we hear is, yeah, man, the reactor exploded. And we're going to need guys to help out with this. So everything stops. And they sent a bunch of guys from one unit over there. I got some of my friends got sent over there. I didn't actually get sent to the to the site where it happened. But they were just like, you know, all of our efforts are going to be towards helping out with that for a bit. And we did that for a few months. Um, just, every day we come over, we're sending radios. We're sending trucks over there. We're sending gear over there. We're sending guys over there to help out. And there are even like troops on the ground helping pick up and clean up and um that's that's all i really uh particularly know about it but i know they say it is the biggest peacekeeping effort uh that's been made to date between japan
0: and america a lot more peaceful than 1945
1: that's for sure i don't think there was a a lot of uh there's a lot of hostilities uh, yeah yeah to say the least
0: uh one of the areas that was really hit hard in Kesanuma. Has an island called Oshima, big island.
1: Oh, yeah, I heard of Oshima.
0: And it's about like half a kilometer, a kilometer out mm. to sea from the town. Mm-hmm. I'm just using guesstimates here. Right. And, right. Uh, I I remember being there, mm. and, but there was no way to access it. Right. And of course, once the typhoon, uh, sorry, not the typhoon, that was in Okinawa. Once the tsunami came in, there was no way for the local townspeople not only to clean up their mess, but yeah. to try to help yeah. the people on Oshima. But the U.S. Marines arrived and, and sent a whole bunch of amphibious craft hmm. onto that island. And then they were stationed there right,
1: right. and were
0: able to conduct transportation and communication and yeah, uh, yeah. Pff, relief efforts yeah, that, to that's that very thing. isolated place. It, if you were there the previous year, it wouldn't be isolated at all. You could just get right. in a canoe and go, go there on the boat. Yeah, But in, in that circumstance, that island was suddenly completely cut off. And that's recently, scary. the... Um, the government built a giant bridge mm. to that island mm. and the submarines went back there i believe or communicated there through zoom because of the covid shit but they kind of held a reunion to thank the marines that were helping out with operation tomodachi yeah. and that goes right back to you
1: oh that's cool i didn't know anything about any of that but yeah i uh yeah i'm i'm glad to have been able to uh, to actually be be helpful with it you know thank you for um, your service ah uh, well, uh, I charge by the hour. <laughs> now you do. Now, <laughs> you do. now you do. Man. So I, gotta, uh, I got I actually had a, a particular topic that I wanted to talk about today. Um, do you mind if I launch off into that?
2: Weird Corner. I was,
0: I was just it. guessing.
1: I love I it. No, saying. it's great. I love it. Um, so it actually is. It, it, we actually may come up with some weird content. So, um, what are some big differences and similarities between Japan
0: and your home country? Space. How do you mean? Uh, Canada is the second largest landmass with right. the same population as the Tokyo Greater right. uh, Area. Um, 30 million, 35 million people live in the Kanto area, 35 mm. million people. But Canada is 30 times the size of Japan. And the Kanto area is like you know you, you divide it from there. Yeah, so yeah. Space would be the one thing.
1: Is it is yeah. it like uh is it is there just not these tiny apartments the way there are here?
0: No, not at all. Actually, that, yeah, that's the one thing that kind of bums me out about living here. It's like I live yeah. in a great place, <laughs> right, right? It's right. just small.
1: Man, I was on like a video chat with my buddy the other. I think my place is pretty pretty big for Japan for Tokyo especially. Uh, a buddy of mine. I was like, oh, I'll show you my place, man." And he was like, "Oh, man, it's so tiny! Wow, they live in these tiny homes." And I was like, we oh.
0: do, we do. Wow, really? Okay, yeah, man. We, we live in tiny, tiny places. What are uh, even some... even in Seoul, South Korea, mm. they live in apartments two or three times the size that we do. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And it's the yeah. same kind of concentration. Yeah. Seoul, people. Seoul is yeah. The apartments are much bigger.
0: The Japanese building corporations after the bubble era just mm. decided that they would make coffin apartments. Yeah, because they know that. Most Japanese people, as long as they come home from work right. and can eat a bunch of beans and lie down in a futon, yeah, generally that's they're all good. they need. Yeah, they're good, but, man. Yeah, so that's what they did. And now we have this whole low birth rate population and giant apartment complexes with stupid rooms that nobody needs anymore. But yeah. anyways, you know, yeah, yeah, so space. That's what I'm going to say, space. Is
1: that the biggest, are there some other uh, differences that you notice between Japan and your, your country?
0: Uh, my country has fewer Asians.
1: I would say that is a big one.
0: Yes, space and Asians.
1: Space and Asians. I like that. Asians. What about similarities? Let's do two similarities between your country and Japan.
0: Um, Canadians are polite. Uh, Japanese people are polite, but we're polite in different ways. So I would say that Mm. Japanese people are polite with their actions, right? And Canadians are kind of polite with the way they don't want to like they 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 don't want to be that jerky dude unless they they just don't want to be that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Polite.
1: Okay, what's another similarity?
0: One more similarity between the Canadians and the Japanese. I will say this, they value um uh, uh, economic, uh the uh, one one's person uh, sorry, one's economic status within their society. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um I think uh, okay, so let's see. I'm from America, so I think uh, the difference is for me I know one big difference is safety. That's a big one. Uh,
0: Canada's relatively safe unless you go to some of the bigger cities these days. Because like 20 years ago, Vancouver was relatively safe. There were some dangerous areas. Right. Now it's just, I was there like a couple of years ago. It's just downtown is heroin addicts everywhere. Oh my God.
1: That's the best kind, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Help me buy a new violin make a $20 donation now. Like, what are you
1: <laughs> like, talking Like, what, what? What? Where are makes they? sense Where are if they? you're high on heroin. Well, well, everything makes sense when you're high on heroin, yeah. I hear. So, yeah, um, I think um, I think the uh, the safety here, I, I would never see a gun. When I got to Georgia, I saw at least, like, seven guns, man. You know, just, like, in like there would probably be one in here right now if we came yeah, to yeah, record this yeah, and yeah. it was in Georgia. Like a guy would just like, hold on, I'm just going to put my gun on the table while I record you know? I like
0: that. I like watching the gun lineups in, yeah. in, in the South when some sort of, cry. the government's going to raise the price on ammo by five cents per hundred rounds. It's yeah. like, gun, like <laughs> lines around, like there's a gun store for the first place, oh, yeah, yeah, which is crazy for me because in Canada do- there's not many gun there's stores. There's people
1: that post on like their stories on social media and they'll be like, got an awesome deal on bullets and then I'll see people comment on it like oh what store did you go to get your bullets I got mine from this and <laughs> yeah. I got
0: 38 rounds from here and I'm like it's unbelievably Frank like
1: you cannot all be like trained professionals at using guns I'm just gonna say that on air
0: yeah generally <laughs> I,
1: speaking yeah. I don't I that's that's the biggest I don't want to get into the gun thing but I think that's I a, think another cool. I topic think it's cool for, I think it's cool I think guns are the most badass invention yeah, ever but I think you need to know what you're doing and I think yeah, you need yeah. to be mentally stable to use guns. Um, I think another, uh, difference is just the overall, uh, rules about personal space.
0: Uh, I guess in Georgia, you got a lot of space, Canada too.
1: Well, no, no. I mean, personal space as in like a person you don't know is generally not going to come up and say anything to you in Japan.
0: Right. Of course not.
1: I've had like old women touch my hair on the train, Mm -hmm. like, Whoa, it looks like broccoli. And they'll just like start touching my hair. A lady, like I was in, in, in Tokyo in the station one day, and a lady just did, she didn't even, I just felt these frail hands on, on the back of my head, and she was just like, oh, Sugoi. And I was like, do I know you, lady? And, you know, she was just touching on my head, man.
0: That's it. Weird corner. That is very strange. I remember, like, because uh, my arms are, a little like, hairier than a Japanese dude's, and yeah. like, back when I was in my mid 20s or whatever, yeah. it would be a way to flirt with girls. Oh, fill my hair. Oh. But I never really, really had. Uh, weird old grannies come up to me and and, and, and start plunging their hair into my, uh. put their hair their hands into my hair like some bean fanatic at some fair. Yeah,
1: dude, I've seen that's happened to me at least three times out here. Last time, most recently, it happened last year, and this guy got a good handful. You know, he got a good. Got to really worked his fingers in there. And, you know, I was just so surprised. That's weird. <laughs> and my wife was like, why didn't you yell at that guy? And I was like, I was not prepared for someone to just full-on massage my temple. So
0: I've heard that from, uh, like, some black people before. It's yeah, like people yeah. just touch my hair. And I'm not sure if it was one of those things that actually happened or just something you hear about on the internet, but you kind of confirmed that it does actually Oh, it does it doesn't, happen. It, no, one, no one has, like... Touched my hair.
1: It, 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 to give you a better like a, like example of the situation, like it's well, not like it randomly. You have, you
0: have nice hair, dude.
1: Thank you. You're stylish, Thank you. and likewise, and you're stylish. You're oshada, as they say in well, Japan. I might
0: have good fashion, but my hair is lacking.
1: Well, God gave you impeccable fashion, and that's just not fair.
0: Fashion is inherited by God. That is. Yes. That's it right there. Yes. That's where the word fashion comes from.
1: Wave your stick and yell at me now. The
0: etymological roots <laughs> of fashion is inherited by God.
1: But yeah, it's. I, I, think, I, th- I don't think it's like 100% random. I think the person probably thinks about it for a while and then they're like, you know, if I'm going to ever feel a black guy's hair, this is gonna be my chance right now, I gotta take it. Cause I saw a guy on the train, the last person that touched my hair, like the guy was he's holding on the on the uh the handle on the train and he was swaying to and fro. And you could tell he was really, really wasted. And he was like really kinda like looking at me like a girl he wanted to ask out, but he was scared. And he just kept looking at me and I was like, Okay, whatever, man, you're being weird and I could see him like kinda lurching towards me as as the train moved. And he got to his stop and he he just like he just like went for it, man, and then he got off the train. I was like, "Oh, oh, okay, you've you've now massaged your fingers into my into my skull. Thank you." Wow. I think Bizarre. Uh, Bizarre. I think uh, a similarity between America America, as they say, a similarity between America and Japan is the uh, the whole knowing someone to get somewhere.
0: You know, um, that's yeah, that that's not really a Canadian thing. It is yeah. a little bit, but I was. Yeah, like the most. I th- I feel like most male relationships, right, in Japan outside of your junior high, mm. high, university students, mm. it's to get ahead. Right, 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 it, right. It really is like ladder people, opportunism. Right, right. Networking absolutely. to further your income. Oh,
1: absolutely, dude. I've been to shoots, right, and I'll get there. Before Even going my out boss. for
0: dinner, it's like, hey, this is we're do gonna, you, gonna do something. You, with you know this guy? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah.
1: We'll pay for everything, but yeah. it's like if I don't know you, then yeah, you know, get out. Yeah, it's 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 pretty intense, man. I've definitely been at work and and people like I get there before my boss and they're like, are you this guy's assistant? Like, yeah, I I work for this guy and they're like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, come on in. Yeah. yeah. Come on in. We
0: can get ahead. But before
1: that, you know, they're like, Who
0: who is this? And it's very Everybody knows it. It, it, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows it. You and know, so no it's one quite on the nose. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: I've been I've been to shoots before where we're meeting up at a location that's not like at a building, and it'll be like people will kind of be like walking around nervously, you and know, like oh, you, who the fuck is this weird guy? And then and then my boss shows up and they're like, oh, okay, you guys are together. Okay, I see now. And then they'll be really friendly. But up until that point, I'd I, switch. It's like same a light thing, switch. yeah. Same thing in America though. Same thing in America though. It's like it kind of makes sense. Eh, hey, do you, yeah. you know, bro? And then you know someone, and then you get ahead in 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 business,
0: right? I think uh, another. That's a, that's a really because as a Canadian, uh. I'm always cautious about Americans because I we we always kind of sell out right. to America, thinking right. that this guy just wants to be a friend. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. It's like, nah, you guys don't need to make movies. We will make movies in, in in Los Angeles and mention Canada in them, and then you will get tourism dollars for free. We're like, we'll this guy a, is so nice. We'll give you a shout out, man. That's so nice. <laughs> Let's just let America build all of our theaters and play American movies in them. Right? Wow! And free tourism, win
1: win. Burying Canadian Canadian creations yeah. in the process. Oh my god!
0: So there's that whole yeah. That's yeah. that's very yeah. true. Yeah.
1: And I think the last similarity is corporate speak. Uh, although 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 I think Japanese is like always in like a gear of corporate speak and in, in America whereas America you know you can just tell someone straight to their face what you think. And you could do it in Japan but it wouldn't turn out the same way. However, when you're in a business or you're talking to a, an associate or just someone you respect, I think everyone's going to be really respectful yeah. and they're going to use very they're gonna, they're gonna ninja their way through some emails. Yeah. You know, my wife uh, was emailing someone. She speaks English, but she also speaks fluent Japanese. She was emailing someone the other day that had a release or something going on for a song. And they emailed and they said, We are a promotion company from somewhere in Russia. We wanna promote your music. And we were like, Okay, well, you know, let's hear your prices. And they emailed us back, Here's our prices. And um, we we're like, you know, yeah, maybe in the future, but that's a little bit expensive for us right now. And they emailed us back and they were like, this is racism. You guys have not emailed us back and you promised us you would use our services. And, and she just politely, uh, thank you so much for your email. I really appreciate your feedback. We resent that you said this about us. However, your prices are out of our range at this time. Please do not contact us again. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Like, that was so scathing in a very polite way. So I think, yeah. uh, I think that's a. Yeah. I, I think that's
0: a thing. I think that's so a thing too. Mm. Especially in Tokyo, it, it is very corporate uh, amongst many people, and I've seen it because I was a fly on the wall of that telecommunications company for mm-hmm. five years, and mm-hmm. you just you see it, right? You right. see it, right. and, and the way that you get interacted with at the same time, you eventually you're like. Oh, it's one of those free business lunches. I, yeah. See. I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All
1: right. You better yeah. not get the most expensive thing.
0: But. How can you do something for me? I'm not doing anything for you, bro. Right.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing it. Man, that's literally every day in my work. Not doing it every single day, Stop man.
0: Stop being like one of those velociraptors from the Jurassic Park yeah, movie yeah. that's testing the fence at the beginning of the, trying to get out. Uh, Stop
1: it, man! They're looking man. for weaknesses.
0: <laughs> that's what the Japanese free business lunch is like. How can we? How can I get them to passively aggressively do something that will reciprocally involve us working together for many years to come?
1: This is this is. I like that though, man.
0: It's not bad. I like that though. I like I that you can
1: create. You can create. Like uh, like a, I've been, I've been, I've been trying to, I've been trying to steal some of my boss's clients. And I'll say, uh, I'll say, how can I? Uh... Oh, he, it's fine because oh, he's he's moving on to bigger regrets. clients, so he can't actually work oh, with them okay. anymore. Nice. So scraps. I've been trying to kind of weasel my way You're in there, your scraps. And then I'll say, hey man, you know, so how would I be able to sit down and have a conversation at the table with these guys, and and maybe get a shoot with one of these guys? And he's like. Well, actually, we're starting a company together. So if you're interested in a contract, <laughs> it's like, so So, he's thinking about contracts, man. Yes. He's thinking about, you know, he's well, I've choice. been working for these people for 10, 20 years. You know, so if you're thinking about, he's the first question they always ask me if I want to work with a client, they say, well, how long are you going to be in Japan? Yeah. They're thinking about, you know, 10-year relationship. Yeah, here.
0: they are. Yeah. yeah. But is that smart?
1: If the company grows.
0: That's the thing.
1: If the company grows, very optimistic that way. Oh, yeah, yeah, you gotta be. They right. will look
0: at a total failure and say it was a great first step.
1: It's like, the whole give them the first one for free and charge them out the ass for the second one.
0: I have a, a song. Okay, are, are you done? Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty done. Because we don't have to be.
1: No, that was it. I just wanted to know what was uh, what you had in common with Japan. I wanted to know if you were Japanese and didn't know it. Good topic. Mm. Thank some, you, good sir. some meat in there, isn't there? There was some meat in there, and I am a, I am a carnivore. Mm. Mm,
0: meat. I recorded this live a few years ago with uh-huh. Charlie, uh-huh. an Australian bloke. You uh-huh. um, said bloke. Yes. A uh, bogan. <laughs> nice, mate. And this is a Japanese singer who came. This was just done with like a microphone and a guitar uh-huh. and uh, some rudimentary equipment. Okay. But hopefully it sounds good. This is Kay Garden doing a Japanese traditional folk song. And uh, I think we'll just let her play it out. Lay it on me, daddy. This is Chill. And that was K. Garden recorded live in Co-NG about two years ago, 2019, with Charlie, myself, and Andrew Holtby Thank on camera. Was a nice little turnout there. That was gorgeous. Yeah, that was.
1: It's not bad. Yeah. This sounds like the kind of thing that you would go to, like a snack bar, and there'd be like 16 people there. And 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 there would just be like this weird looking lady who would come up and sing this, and you'd just be like, "Wait, who's this lady?" And she would sing it to be the most gorgeous performance ever, and, and fade away into the night, Yeah. disappear
0: yeah. into the mist. Yeah, you no, uh, you drink
1: with her and her husband all night. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> okay. you guys get wasted together, but then you would never see her again. That's right. Find out she's a superstar.
0: Yeah, she she's not bad. Uh, so th- there we go. I, I I've been kind of going through these old recordings because of all this COVID crap, mm, and I'm mm. wondering if anything will ever return to normal. Is there a huge demand to go out and see rock bands anymore? Oh. Go to the local cafe and yeah. catch an acoustic performance. I wonder right. if it's gone. To be
1: honest, I, I don't I don't think so, man. I think I think there's going to be a mega explosion in Tokyo whenever. The, uh, the vaccine is more prevalent around around parts. I think I think everyone's just going to be out. And I think if you're going to take pictures around Tokyo with deserted streets at night, you better do it now.
0: Japan urges China to waive anal swab virus tests. I've heard about the anal swabbing. It's been going on. This is a little bit. I heard it from the from the American diplomats, but the Japanese have also stepped in. Oh, my God. The Japanese government has asked China not to conduct coronavirus tests using anal swabs on Japanese people visiting the country. Yeah, that would be nice. I wouldn't want that either. I'm going to request it next time. And when they say it's only three inches, I'll yeah. say, give me five.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Make sure they use that little stick. You know?
0: Yeah, I don't okay. need... I don't. You can take the cotton off the yeah. end.
1: Take the cotton off. Man. I
0: just want pure stick. I just want
1: to feel alive, you, you know? Yeah, give I me. Saw, I saw a, a TikTok, and there's this You suck a
0: Chinese stick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a real laugh, people. Man, um, no, I, I saw this TikTok, and uh, there was this guy, he was like, you know, I'm not with this. They did a... They were talking about the anal swabbing thing, and it was just like a, a thing, and it was... Like a little little pavilion set up, you know, a little little stop, one stop shop type thing. It looked yeah. like a car wash. There's was a guy in a in a freaking hazmat suit, you know, and people pull up to the window and they stick their ass out of the window. And he, all right, you're good to go, man. <laughs> but one guy couldn't get out of his car; his seatbelt was tight, you know. So like, hang your ass out of the door, man. We'll just we'll get you from the ground up. Oh my! It wasn't real, but it was really funny, and it's I could definitely a... see that being some real situations yeah, was, happening.
0: The uh, chief. Cabinet Secretary Kato uh, Katsunobu um, explained that the Japanese embassy in Beijing has been contacted by Japanese nationals who said they had to undergo the procedure, the anal swabbing, and suffered significant (laughs) significant psychological strain.
1: Oh, no. That wasn't the only kind of strain he suffered.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ah, Anal strain. Anal strain, man. Right there. Do you know what this could be, though? What's that? Data collection.
1: Ask, ask data collection
0: because your poop says a lot about you. It could, it and, could, uh, with the with the Chinese AI and getting into biometrics and predictive drug manufacturing. There could be microscopic robots in your ass. They, there's that as well. Nanotech, nanotech connected to the
1: internet. Administered via the uh... the,
0: administ- the internet of things <laughs> is the internet of anal swabs. Yeah. You know what would
1: be messed up if like that, like that's how everything kicked off and like we were in like some like dystopian world where humans are controlled by robots, but like it's it deep all in started your ass. with COVID-19 and animal
0: swabbing in China. But if you know what people are eating, you know what kind of diseases they might have later in life. Mm. So if you're wondering which kind of drugs to manufacture mm. to predictively, you know, Price them low to the manufacturing point, right. sell them high based right. on your AI analytics of, right. of poop swabs. It not it doesn't necessarily need to be COVID nineteen. Like you're you're collecting a lot of data about the the world's anuses. Yeah, the, the internet, the, the world. All. Yeah, the, the internet butts.
1: There's no butt when it comes to the butt. No if hands or butts.
0: But check this out. He said, "But China rolls out vaccine passport." aiming to revive foreign travel. Right. So the very same country where this virus comes from, with the anal swabbing and the lockdown of Wuhan domestically, but allowing their flights to continue internationally, where their where their citizens bought up all the protective protection the the personal protection equipment abroad and then sold it back to the rest of the world at inflated oh, yeah. prices. Yeah. They want to be the people to roll out a vaccine passport because of their QR code technology. China has debuted a coronavirus vaccine passport as okay. Beijing campaigns for this. mutual recognition of health certificates, hoping to support a return of the wider international travel as inoculations spread the International Travel Health Certificate became downloadable through the WeChat mobile app Monday, similar to an existing health code app that tracks travel records. It tracks, it tracks. It contains COVID-19 vaccination information, as well as results of nucleic acid diagnostic tests and serum antibody tests. A printed form of the certificate also will be recognized... The Chinese spokesperson said, we will take care to fully protect personal privacy and contribute to the mutual recognition of nucleic acid test results and vaccination records, thus facilitating safe and orderly flow of personnel. Foreign Mr. Wang Yi, Chief Asswabber, told reporters Sunday. Chief The World Health Organization and their almightiness advised last month against using proof of inoculation as a condition for international travel saying there are still critical unknowns regarding the efficacy of vaccination. So not only do they put out at the end, like, we don't know if these vaccinations work, but we should all get them and then we (laughs) We should should all be tracked.
1: And we should be tracked.
0: But if you go to New Zealand, and then you travel out of New Zealand, mm-hmm. and two weeks later, New Zealand reports a COVID case and locks down Auckland, like as happened recently. Right. That might go into your QR code personal record, record tracking system, right? And then you might also have to lock down, even though you're in a completely different country, and, it, and you it, were it, nowhere it, near. And it, where it might that be COVID like case this case
1: guy was. spread COVID in New Zealand,
0: yeah, potentially. Potentially. So this, this man who has been known to have traveled in. The area where the COVID was seen and has led to the lockdown of millions. Yeah,
1: man, this is insane. And I, this new
0: world is—it's crazy.
1: Let me tell you this: someone's gonna be born into this world, and it's gonna be normal.
0: Just like some motherfucker getting on a train and not getting angry at the horse saddle maker that was put out of business by some tweedle jerkin' mustache motherfucker with a monocle and some train company he's representing halfway across the world. Shoving coal in a thing. Man, we're gonna,
1: we're gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, I really think it's gonna be a thing, man, 20 years from now. Buddies are going to want to meet up. They're They're going to stamp a QR
0: code right onto your fucking asshole when you're born.
1: You get your ass swabbed, bro? You're gross. You didn't get your ass swabbed? I
0: just get it digitally swabbed with the QR code tracker system. Disgusting.
1: So yeah, all that stuff, whatever. What what do you got, dude? All right, I got my camera tip of the week here. That's right. All right, so uh, this this episode's uh, camera tip of the week is how you use objects to lighten or darken the subject. And it works with color as well. So, say for instance, you have a flash. You got whatever flash you may have on board flash, off board flash. Sure. Sometimes I have wanna, a flash
0: on my DSLR. I yeah. even use my iPhone flash or like yeah. mobile or whatever. It works so say it's kind say of similarly. Really.
1: Say that doesn't. Say that's not enough. Or say you want to soften the iPhone light. It's very harsh. It doesn't have any kind of any kind of softbox on it. So what you would want to do is place your subject near. Uh, white or black objects so if you want to lighten it a little bit then you place your subject near a white object in the studio setting I usually use a white board and I have that kind of on both on either side of the subject or if I'm near a window or something then I place them near the window and place a white board adjacent to where I'm shooting from so we can't see the white board but we get that kind of white reflection on them and this also works for makeup uh, you know jewelry Jewelry kind of shoots, or whatever you don't want, you don't want that reflection in the background, you want it to look white or whatever color you want it to look, then you just place a color. Soft, object. is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, Soft you want to light? soften the light a little bit. You want this oh, okay. light to, to be a little bit softer, then you want to bounce it off of something. And that, that'll that help you lighten it. And it works the other way too it works for darkening, it works with colors. So if you have, a, say, a red wall and you want someone with a slight red sheen on their face, then you maybe want to point your flash at that red wall and you'll get a kind of. Glossy, very gentle red glow on them, as opposed to the full-on red color of the wall or the full-on white color of the light.
0: So, if, if I'm if I'm sh- if if I'm pointing my camera at you, hmm. I point my
1: flash at a different direction. It depends on, say, like the flash is just too strong. No matter what you do,
0: it's just then, whatever. It's not what you like. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: not what you like, right? If you have more than one flash, ideally you want to maybe point one at the ceiling because that flash is maybe too strong on the persons. For instance, uh, we were doing a shoot in a jewelry-making factory, and the flash was just simply too strong, because there was already lights inside of the building, and we didn't want to detract from the actual uh, vibe of the place. So we just pointed the flash at the ceiling, and that kind of casts a gentle glow on the people's backs. So we could still see their shadows, but it didn't color the shadows white. And didn't look unnatural. So That's if you want natural light, then you want to you want to bounce it off of something.
0: Because like rooms, generally speaking, in Tokyo, mm, mm. In, inside are very bright, right? But the it's very clean at the same time, right? So right. you can probably use those clean
1: surfaces, yeah, yeah, to yeah, Life off of the. I do this like every week almost. Uh, you know, we have to we have to bounce off of something because we'll be like standing next to a window or something, and and you have the natural sunlight coming in, but you also Want maybe a little bit of a little bit of glow from the other side, but the flash is just too violent. It's just too harsh. Then you then we'll stick a board next to them, and we'll have a bunch of boards going on, and then that makes it look very gentle. It makes the shadows look very light.
0: Because these days everything is such high resolution, mm. it it captures flash in that same resolution. I would imagine it yeah. captures the light yeah. in a resolution five ten years ago that you don't want yeah that you don't want so you get like you get like innovation. A, a halo
1: around the person or something like oh, that you know oh no yeah, i mean it depends on how strong it is but i know uh you know like i said the the shoot we were doing the other week uh last week it it, it just didn't no no matter how i position the flash at the person it still casts this bluish like whitish bluish glow over the person and it colored the shadows that color. But when I bounced it off the ceiling, it just kind of showed the blues on uh, a person was wearing like a blue coat and it kind of just showed the blues in the shadows without actually making the shadows a different color. If that makes sense.
0: That totally makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cause that can happen where, yeah, if you, if you want to, mm. if you want to capture what the natural colors of something is and you pour light all over mm. it, you're going to create shadows, which is going to change the coloration yeah, yeah. of everything. So, diffusing the the shadows, I guess, is that what it's called?
1: Yeah, so it's you're basically diffusing the shadows, or diffusing the light to uh, to color the shadows as opposed to. Yeah, I knew creating... I was saying it wrong. Yeah. Ah, well, I knew you were saying it wrong too. We, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm not. I'm not one hundred percent sure about the terminology myself. I'm learning it on the job. I'm learning it as I go. It's a it's a work in progress. But. Uh, Essentially, that's what we're doing. We're diffusing the light, and and, and so we we don't blow out the color and the shadows. We want the shadows to remain normal, like I'm looking at a black coat in front of me, and so I see the shadows are there, but no part of the coat is really white. If that it's the shadows are not white, the shadows are not discolored. The shadows are still a, a shade of gray slate, and it looks natural. Whereas I think if these lights in the building were pointed directly at the jacket and they were right on it, then the shadows would look white and it would look it would look odd, or they'd be really discolored. It look really odd. So yeah, that's you guys' photo tip for the week.
0: Right on. Keep taking pictures, people. It's a, it's good practice. I I try to take a few pictures every mm. day, mm-hmm. and not just. Random photos, but yeah. like, like uh, interesting color building against a blue sky or something mm. like that, mm. and, and try to get that. You know, a, a good pra- good practice
1: is to take photos with your iPhone because your iPhone has an amazing camera, and most people don't know how to bring out the uh, the the ability, the capabilities of that that camera. But the iPhone really has an amazing camera, yeah. and if you really position your your phone in the right place, a camera is a camera. And the picture is going to look good if you do it right. I took this one today. You can adjust the f-stop post image as well.
0: Oh, wow. And this is just off of a phone. So this is, um, uh, is that a, okay, it's a bunch of yellow and black flowers as Mm. well as purple kind of petally flowers in front of a, a a window pane that's blurry in the background, but super crystal clear up front. Yeah, you could you could put some text over that, and 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 it would oh, the album those. cover, man. Yeah, it's great.
1: So what that actually is, though, is that's you know these really really that's nearly grass, and the phone is just in the grass, in the ground, and it's just like really in the dirt. And I'm looking up at the at the flowers as if they're big flowers, but they're actually really, really tiny flowers. Oh, like this big, yeah. so you know it's all about perspective to me. And like I was talking about in a few earlier episodes, it's all about uh, your lighting and and where you position it. And I think positioning and lighting can change a, a, a halfway decent photo into something really good.
0: The point and click aspect to mobile phones. Mm rarely gets you a good result. But if you take like two or three steps, mm. you're like, where's the light coming from? Yeah. What's the background? You remember, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. then like where where how can I avoid the shadow? Yeah. yeah. Right. And then yeah. you and yeah. then you do that with an iPhone 7, 8, 9, 10, yeah. 11, 12, now wherever it's at, you're basically guaranteed a pretty decent picture. Oh
1: dude, it doesn't it could be an iPhone three. And and if you follow the steps and you push it position your 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 subject in the right place, you'll really, really bring out the best in that camera. You can take some darn good photos with the phone. I think even a the lowest quality camera phone, if you have everything positioned right, it'll look like a vintage photo.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man. We're going to finish with a new product. I forgot to do it because of the heavy, so heavy tsunami. I was... Plug it in. Oh, before we do that. Apparently with the COVID situation, mm. things are so quiet that blind people on train stations, platforms, don't know necessarily where things are because they're used to all this echolocution, like a bat type of oh, thing. Oh, really? And so they, they hear a train open up a couple of platforms over, and to them, right. that's the same volume in theory. Right. They walk off the platform. And a few people walk off the platform, Whoa. get hit by a train. And these blind people, you know what? They never even saw it coming. That's happening. And they did not. Yeah. I'm going to laugh about that
1: later when I go home. I'm really fucked up, man. <laughs> We're terrible people.
0: <laughs> it's but true, though. It's it's
1: true. Like, they I, never I, even, they literally never, I, I mean, they, they actually did not see it coming because... I mean, that's got to be the scariest thing, man. And then,
0: so then they're that's like. That's why blind people are jerks. I
1: fell, down this, I fell down the stairs, man. Yeah, I'd be a jerk too, man, if I thought, like, if I didn't know any, where anything was.
0: Oh, yeah. that would be crappy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, anyways, if anybody knows anyone out there who's visually impaired, mm. uh, make sure to take good care of them. So yeah. They don't yeah, end yeah, up, yeah. It's a uh, tough time getting. You know, like, I, I, because the. Japanese. I was looking on some Japanese news sites, and the newspaper I did one I am working for did one as well. But I, it, it, the Japanese translation to English, it's like he fell off the, the and fell off the platform and was later hit by a train. His his white cane was left on the tracks. It's like that's brutal brutal description. I don't know why I'm laughing, but <laughs> it's terrible. But Man. why would you say that? Like his white cane. Dude, I guess Japanese is so direct though. I think it's because it's to indicate that the person who fell had was he gave uh, up. He waved his white w- hand. Yeah, he's I'm we're, done we're, with You're this fucking shit. terrible. Man. You are so
1: terrible. You're you're <laughs> I worst influence on me ever, ladies um, and gentlemen.
0: We're gonna finish off official Ashita no Joe whiskeys honor hard punching anime boxer with hard liquor.
1: Okay, I need a I need a visual to go along with
0: this. What is what's happening here? Can you describe this picture? So, this is a new whiskey that's being released in honor of a boxing anime. That's Joe? Oh,
1: I've seen that. I'm such a big fan. I'm such a big fan. It's called Megalo Boxing Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's this guy named Joe and he has like robot arms. Well, no, everybody else has robot arms, and he's like, I refuse to use robot arms to box. I won't desecrate the sport. Guys, buy this. I'm gonna buy this. Matt, stop taking my money. <laughs>
0: he's got, he's got his own whiskey out, man. And it's single malt. Good for you.
1: Of course, it's single malt, man. If you saw the anime, you'd know why. He's a single
0: malt kind of guy. So, I I usually don't really like anime tie ups, but this type of Boxer anime with, tying up with a hard liquor. That's single so cool, malt. right?
1: This is the best synergy. It's awesome. It's synergy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: that that's exactly. It's not. It's not Pokemon whiskey. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's Which not, it's is not, coming soon. It's not Sailor Moon. <laughs> Um, hair dye. It's like upskirt it, it, umeshu or something. That actually makes sense. Upskirt <laughs> <laughs> umeshu, umeshu, umeshu. It's yeah. upskirt. Uh-huh. Oh so all right. God. Well, take us out.
1: What do you got? All right, so guys, make sure you go online and check out the Japan Wet Podcast. Matt Bigelow featuring yours truly, one twenty. As always, you can find me on Spotify under O N E T W E N T Y. Also, check out my new producer. 20 bags 20bvgz i will leave the content as a secret to you matt bigelow thanks for having me out here in shinjuku in the dark asshole of japan and this has been the japan what
0: podcast thank you for listening everyone uh, make sure to go to the website matthewpmbigelow.com Bigelow.com. um drive traffic to the website not to the tech giants that are out there to rule us all. Because, as we all know, this is getting really serious. It's getting beyond crazy. B-York. It's time to admit crazy. that we are beyond crazy times. And, um, we, you know, uh, there's going to be enough millions and billions of people flicking on their phones and just accepting whatever algorithm feeds them. Try to be... Uh, accepting the cookies. Yes, Uh, Accept the cookies, but also go to the website. Thank you for listening, everybody. MatthewPMBigelow.com